Hey everybody, welcome to Dirt Talk. I'm Alex Horton, joined as always by Mr. Aaron Witt. It's the first podcast of 2023. 2023, we're here. Yes. And uh, because it's 2023, I thought it would be great if we talked about 2022. Oh, how appropriate. How appropriate. <laughs> However, before we dive in, before we dive in, um, I would love to hear like a quick recap of your time in Australia. Uh uh, yeah, before, even before that, Ooh, even more, So I don't know if it's just been more this year or I've just noticed it more. All of the recap, a lot of them, oh my a God. lot of them. I, you cannot go on social media. I, I cannot, I, I could not have been on social media the past week without seeing everybody's feelings from 2022. Uh, every podcast has a, an episode of the the recap. Every, they're, they're everywhere. And Again, I don't know if it's because I'm thinking about it or everybody is just doing them. I, I, I guess it's always been there. I don't know. I, and, and this has kind of been the first year where last year I got my habits really dialed in. Mm-hmm. So I didn't look at 2023 like, what do I want to do? It was just kind of like a continuation of 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, great. I'm doing what I need to do in 2023. I'm going to do more of what I need to do. Like, I'm just going to, you know, all right, great. First of the year, work out like I've been doing already. Yeah. Eat well, like I've been doing, like everything just kind of rolled into itself. So I guess for that reason, I wasn't really thinking about the new year as like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is a great time to reflect on what I need to change and so on and so forth. And maybe that's not the right attitude, but I feel like that's why I noticed it because the first was really kind of just another day for the first time in my life for me. Sure. Are you somebody who is pretty typically reflective though? Or do you have to like make yourself look back? I try to be. So again, you know, using the year period, like using the new year as the time to reflect, that's great. But I do that a lot as well. I've been writing every day, Mm -hmm. uh, this whole year, this past year. So again, like, I've already been reflecting. I've already been doing everything I want to do. Yeah. So now it's just like, okay, great. Just keep doing it. I We spoke a little bit about it last year, um, towards the end of the year, about how um, I, I think for me, and I'm sure plenty of people use like the holidays, you're typically working less or working differently. You have maybe different levels of flexibility, different levels of uh, like brain space than you probably do in middle of June. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think for me, it was less of a, I'm gearing up to have all these new um, New Year's resolutions and more like some things that I've kind of been putting off that I wanted to get back to having discipline about. You can kind of just start like testing the waters with those things when you have a little bit more space so that when you roll into like normal life, you've got like some momentum putting them in place and not, it's January 1st, time to... Dot dot dot. Do whatever I feel like I'm not doing, but one. Well, do. and I like I I understand why everybody reflects at that at that time, but also I also understand that it's just it's totally an arbitrary date. Yeah, if we just remove like, the calendar, <laughs> nothing's different about. Yeah, nothing's different. So like a lot of people know it's like yeah, I should probably drink less. Like well, you you recognize that five months ago, like you've known it the whole time, and mm-hmm. yet okay now now it's the time to do it, and then. But that's the point is it typically doesn't stick because it's just on this arbitrary, it's in this made up land. Nothing's really driving that. No. It's just like, I want to do this now. And it sounds good to 
have a list of things you want to do. You know, I yeah, get it. yeah. I, I, I get it. Makes everybody feel, but uh, but I've just noticed it a lot more this year. Yeah, was the point. I agree. Um, a uh, Australia was absolutely fantastic. When before you got there, did you have any? What was planned for you? Um, all that was planned was I was going to be in Tasmania for five nights. And then I would be around Melbourne, like the peninsula south of Melbourne after that. That was it. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh, what do you have planned? Nothing. Love I had it. nothing planned. Love it. I didn't do anything. I just hung out, spent some time with great people. Did you bring your PBE? No. Did not? No. I did not. Okay. I did not want to go look at equipment. I did not want to go on it. Because I always do. But traveling with it, it, it's if I brought my camera stuff and my hard hat, my vest, my boots, everything, it just makes travel a lot more cumbersome, especially if it's 30 hours of travel. And I didn't want to do that. And then I knew by not bringing it would make me not tempted to see true heavy equipment and such during the break, uh-huh. which, was, which was nice. So you did see some dirt world people, but maybe not necessarily job sites correct okay yes yeah and so uh yeah it was just it was just a really nice time really really nice time uh it was good to see you caught up with jimmy starbuck caught up with jimmy starbuck i enjoyed the southern hemisphere weather this time around it's summer so it was warm it was sunny (laughs) i would wake up with the sun every morning early in the morning they had sunlight until 9 p.m Mm -hmm. which was so welcome. Yeah. And last it night was my first 3 p.m. Here. Yeah, first night back. Yeah, it's like 4 p.m. and it's <laughs> it's dark. I'm like, what? Yep. This sucks. This is stupid. So I like the whole spending Christmas in the Southern Hemisphere. Thing. Well, you skipped it being zero degrees on uh, Christmas Eve here. Yeah, I just I I was down there thinking through like this is a superior way to do Christmas because I've never had a Christmas tradition. So mm-hmm. it's somewhat of a blank slate. Yeah, you can and do whatever it, you want. Yeah, and when I have kids, it it's totally a blank slate. Like I can kind of make up a whole new set of traditions or whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was in the back of my mind. Like, huh, Australia for Christmas. Could like, be cool. <laughs> not, not, not a bad idea. Could be cool. Uh-huh. All right. Love it. Um, but yeah, while it was... Negative, whatever here, yeah, seventy and sunny on the on the beach there, pretty solid. And I did not feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I posted about that on, on my Instagram. I posted a picture at the beach and I said my thoughts and prayers with everybody freezing in the United States. <laughs> and so many people wrote me back, "Fuck you." Yeah, like, yeah well, I kind of deserve that. <laughs> some people thought it was funny; other people did not. At all. <laughs> yeah, we had rolling blackouts in Nashville. It's a whole thing, man. Oh, when you overload the power grid. They, you just, you have no choice but to start shutting things down. So I saw that they didn't shut down downtown though. Go figure. Well, yeah, they were able to have the football game still. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) But so if you have just a normal house, yeah, yeah, it's going to be your fault. Yep. But that's the economic hub. So no, we can't do that. We have to have the football (laughs) game. Oh, good old Nashville. Uh, well today, uh, do a little bit of a 2022, a look back. A retrospective, if you will, a uh, maybe a little bit of a look forward to as well. Um, so you had talked about you would spend uh, some of your time um, over the holidays, kind of thinking back on the year. Um, so I want to dig into that a little bit with you. But 
maybe just broadly, when we look back at 2022, um, can you speak to a couple of successes, both with the business and maybe just yourself, which I know those things are kind of tied into the same thing? Um, just really the biggest success was getting through the year. Yeah. It was hectic. Mm-hmm. It was fraught with bear traps and uh, all <laughs> kinds of, I feel like, I feel like I was a uh, uh, wily coyote being out, out foxed by the roadrunner all, mm-hmm. all, all year long pianos and anvils and just <laughs> every which way TNT. Um, yeah, so I think just getting through the gear was a huge success. We did a lot of amazing things. We ironed out a lot of wrinkles within our marketing services, which I think it was a huge success. Yeah. Media was pushed in two totally different directions. Hey, let's be more creative from a storytelling standpoint. Let's also go develop this whole training curriculum, which is completely insane. We had software and training come out of thin air, essentially. Mm-hmm created a whole platform from scratch that's remarkably robust yeah. at this point. Created a, a sales strategy, created customer success, created all of the content, created the feedback loops, everything there. The I mean, the infrastructure required to pull that off is insane. And then all the back end to sustain all of that as well. The investment, the systems, the financial systems, the the legal support, yeah. everything else, the the people support. All of that required to pull off what we did was no small feat either. So just looking at the organization, day one of 22 versus last day of 22, it's not, it's not even remotely the same organization. It is wild to think back to like the first week of January of 2022 because we were just talking about, look, these are the things we're going to build this year. And that was really where the conversation was, mm-hmm. was we need to build this infrastructure just within our company, not even for the app, for, for the software. It was, we just need to put these things in place so we can do any of this. So we're building that internal infrastructure. We're finding out, oh, we've got all these people all over the place. We need to like kind of dial in where they go, what they're doing. And then we just started making and building. And so to think um, of all the stuff that poured out of, of our team, our, our our company, our organization, like we didn't have the pieces in place to do that a year ago. No. And all of a sudden it's like, well, here's all the stuff we've got. Yeah. Yeah. All it, of a sudden it took a year to do it. But it, it, it took a whole year, but yeah, for again, what we did in that whole year is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the output from marketing, from services, the companies, just the quality of companies we were working with yeah. last year went way up. We're working with top top tier big companies now that we were not even dreaming of a year prior uh training is used by 150 contractors now it just you, you look across the board i'm always what's next what's next what's next and the year was fraught with challenges yep. and i got kicked in the nuts more times this past year than all the other years combined um but at the same time what we created produced we really we really what I told everybody going into the break was we built this really sound foundation last year. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of planting, a lot of planting and a lot of watering and fertilizing and speaking sweet little somethings to all of our little seeds mm-hmm. in the ground, hoping they'll sprout up come spring. I'm 
I'm very optimistic going into this year that we'll start to see some of the benefit from all of the work we've put in yeah. up to this point. We've we've seen a little bit of it, but we haven't even got close to what I think we will see in the future. And mm-hmm. that's what's hard about just putting in work without seeing much of the benefit is it is taxing. It is sometimes demoralizing, but you just have to continue to believe that this is the right thing we need to do. This is the best effort we can put in and we're going to see something really special on the other side. Yeah. We just, we're just not there yet. And I, I think you touch on a, an important part of that. If all you're doing is mostly just the sowing part, not the reaping, like you're, that's of course going to take a lot more energy because it's like, you know, you're not seeing the growth. Just, I know these pieces are important and we're putting in the time and like we're, we are growing these things, but you're right. Last year was a, a year for, for planting and not a year for seeing like the fruit of that work. Um, so I think uh, just for me, what I'm encouraged by is, you know, none of, the, none of that growth, none of that fruit is guaranteed this year, but to be a, a year removed from all of that like planting and, and like saying watering. And that's, I think, a good thing to put some distance between that as we continue to grow and grow and grow other things. Um, I, I, I'm encouraged to just kind of see what all of that, that year of planting, um, brings forth this year, 2023. Yeah. Cause I mean, for example, I guess the best example is w- the work we did with our marketing services. You know, that's almost a five-year-old company now, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah. The work we did, the quality of it, the, the quality of companies we were able to engage with was remarkable because we'd put in a lot of those prior years to get to that point, yeah. to have those opportunities in the first place. With So that's been a little bit better because we can at least see, yeah, there's some serious progress here. We've done some amazing things and there's a lot of room for improvement there, but we're going in the right direction. Yeah, Software has been a little bit less. We've seen a lot of success and especially for a new product, it's been remarkably successful. And that's the, an important part of that to remember too, Yeah, that for a new thing. Yeah, but we we somewhat set ourselves up for failure when we overestimated what we would be able to achieve last year. And the reality is what we thought we'd be achieving last year will be more so this year, mm-hmm. which is exciting. It's still going to happen. We're, we're not we're not wrong in yeah. what's going to happen. We were wrong in when it will happen. <laughs> we don't have control over that. But we know if we stay on this path, this will happen. This will become what we think that the industry really needs to to grow the next generation, to help retain the current generation, inspire the current generation. And uh, we just need to stay on the path to make it happen. You mentioned failures. We don't necessarily need to, to spend a lot of time on, here's all the things that went wrong. But um, could you speak a little bit more on, you know, we thought this was hap- would happen and it didn't. Let just me, kind of what that does. Can I get my phone real quick? Yeah, no I have some notes on it. Yeah. That I just yeah. want to. Yeah, I <clears throat> I'm not very good at talking about successes, frankly. Sure. I'm I'm always fixated on what we can do better. What's the next step? <laughs> so we like this past year was was wild what we what we achieved. Mm-hmm. And I try to be careful about how much I fixate on failure because that I fixate there because if we if if I fixate there, we can keep moving forward. And the the downside of that is I don't always look back and appreciate how far I've come and what we've achieved. Mm-hmm. So I don't want this to 
I don't I don't want to gloss over what we achieved. It's it's wild. Yeah. It's absolutely absolutely amazing. But I'm I'm not one to Oh wow, we're amazing this. Well, it's just kind of over. It's all it's over. Great. That chapter's done. We're we're already on to the next game. Mm-hmm. We we had our break. We're right back in the thick of things and I need to be focused on what's ahead of us, not not behind us. So from a, a failure standpoint, it was a lot of really really solid um, often painful lessons. One was, I, I and I've already wrote about all of this on the internet, so it's no secret. But uh, with with fundraising, we raised money at the end of 2021. We spent that money in 2022, and then we needed to raise additional capital because we the the process to raise the first amount of money in 2021 was. I don't want to say easy, but looking back on it, it was easy. We, mm. I think, happened upon a lot of dumb luck. Found the two right people we needed to find mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and put an amazing deal together for everybody involved, most importantly for our business, yeah. our team. So, But instead of attributing that entirely to luck, we, <laughs> I thought that we were smart. That we could go do it again. Well, if we did it once, now we have data. Now we have a direction. Now we have a product. Of course, we can go do it again. And we can't just do it again. We can go do it many times over. We yeah. can go do it bigger. Like if we did that, now what can't we do? Where can't we go from here? So we, we thought, I was fooled into thinking because we were smart, we did it again, we could, we could raise, or because we did it, we could do it again. Mm. And that was just not at all true. Raising the second round of capital has been a hundred times more difficult than the first. And I'm, I'm glad it happened this way, but I wish I would have got the education on the first round Yeah, <laughs> and, and moved a little slower and then eased our way into subsequent rounds. Uh, but now that we have the education we've received on what's our series A round going into B, we already have a strategy. We already have the connections. We already understand the metrics these groups are looking for. Mm-hmm. We, we know what we need to do to get to that next round and we'll be in a far, far better position, not believing that we're smart um, or, or anything like this, but because we'll have the data, we'll have the story, we'll have everything we need to back up whatever we're asking for in the future. So that was a huge lesson for me, huge failure, but ultimately a really, really solid lesson to learn last year. Second kind of tied into that was we, we just went too fast and it's easy to say that now it's easy to look back in hindsight. Oh yeah, we should have known we should have been. And, and, and I don't know if I necessarily, I don't, I don't have any regrets on how we played last year. I think there were a lot of lessons (laughs) learned. And if I did it differently, I would, I would make a lot of changes. I don't regret that we went fast, but because we went so fast, because we were far, far, we were just overly optimistic Mm -hmm. as far as what we could go achieve as a new software provider in a very conservative industry, um, that that it caught up with us. And, And so we, we, the reason why I don't regret it is because we created this amazing product that I think is now going to sell as it should throughout this year. And yeah. if we didn't do what we did last year, we wouldn't have the the potential for the yeah. success we have this year. Um, but at the same time, 
we overbuilt um, in in quite a few ways. And so when the sales didn't didn't get to where they needed to be, based on our overestimation, our overly optimistic projections, we needed to make some changes with the team yeah. that we did, and some other changes that we did at the end of mm-hmm. end of last year, which um, was not at all fun, but entirely necessary was again what I believe to be a very, very valuable lesson. Um, something that has that I have not at all taken lightly. And ideally and and hopefully now that we I, I hate that we had to learn that lesson. Yeah. But now that we've learned that lesson, okay, great. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this never happens again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and maybe I had to learn it, you know, uh, uh personally to get to that point. Ideally, I could have been there before and we could have gone slower and I would have been a little bit more um, cautious in, 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 in how we spent our money and yeah. how we raised capital and this. I, I, yeah, I, but I didn't know any of that. And now I do. And, and here's where we are. We're going to this year mm-hmm. in a much, much better place, a lot less naive than we were this time last year. I think one thing that something I've been thinking about you um, over the past couple of days is you have said many times to our team and and just publicly in general you are quick to remind everybody like i i have never done this before and i think probably the nature of growing a business is each year there's going to be more and more stuff that you've never done before and unfortunately those things you've never done before but have to then confront typically have higher and higher stakes yeah. So like early on, we're building the business. If you're saying I've never done that before, it maybe it's I've never shot photos at a mine before, like really low, low stakes in terms of uh, what that means to the business. But a couple of years later, it's I've never done a series A fundraise before. And you've, you know, as the, the founder, as the, the CEO, as the, the driver of the vision. Those are higher stakes for you, and what that means for the organization. And so, um, I, th- I think it's it's both encouraging, just when you s- kind of say like these are the lessons for me because I have never done this before. Um, but I I also think um, that's like an important thing for not everybody to remember to like give you grace necessarily, but just the idea that we're all kind of just trying to figure it out. That's but that's that's why I say it. I I'm. And I was thinking about this. I was like, "Fuck! I don't want people to think I'm using it as an excuse or anything like yeah. that." Or and I, I don't or hear even, it that way. Even asking for for grace, it's like I'm. I just say that to remind everybody else that hey, I'm a flawed human. You're a flawed human. We're a company made up of flawed humans, yeah. which means that we're a flawed organization, and we will always be flawed. <laughs> and and I I am doing my best to lead this organization. I am in this position. I've never been here before. I don't have this experience. I don't have this set of skills that anyone else doesn't have. So I I say that to be, hey, I'm flawed. You're flawed. That doesn't mean because you haven't done something before, you can't do that. And we all need to be doing new things. Yeah. We all need to be taking risks because we're going into this new world, this this undiscovered, uncharted territory that no one's ever been before. Um, so I, I, I say that to just remind everybody that I'm, I'm a flawed human being. We're all flawed. And with that, we are going to 
make missteps. That's yeah. just a natural part of this. And sometimes the consequences of those missteps are are greater than others. Uh, and, and and it sucks, but that's also that's also a, a reality of doing something yeah. and going into a place that no one's ever been before. You cannot strategic your you cannot strategically plan your way through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something something. My uh, we're we're doing EOS, which I think is a fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. My one qualm with it, kind of when we were starting out, was for the for the listeners who don't know, what's EOS? Uh, it, it, it's I'm I'm not the one to explain it. Sure, <laughs> I, I it, it, Jason and Kara have been implementing yeah. it. It is it is you're you you know you're establishing rocks. It's it's a way to get a company organized, aligned on certain. Here is what we're focused on for this period of time. Mm-hmm. It gets us really focused. It's it's strategic planning. Yeah, and then as it as it uh, trickles down through the organization, each level has rocks that kind of feed up to the larger rock. Correct. Yeah. So you have your at your at the top, you know, the key rocks, and then each division has their rocks that feed into those rocks. Mm-hmm. It's a big pyramid of rocks. It's a big rock pyramid. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that before, but for us, the rock yeah. pyramid's gonna yeah. be huge. This is this is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my qualm with it, and and I've I I say this, I'm very happy with how it's played out. Yeah. I'm very proud of the team with how they're playing out. I believe in in it wholeheartedly. I'm just I need to be the contrarian over here sometimes. Sure. Was it's it's the engineer it, entrepreneurship operating system, but my my qualm with it was you know. True entrepreneurship is is creating and doing things that have never been done before. So you can't apply a formula to something that's never been done before, because <laughs> because then then you're constricted by uh, then you're assigning, the way it's been done. Yeah, you're assigning bounds to what you think is possible based on what's already been achieved, and maybe that makes no sense. It makes perfect sense in my head, mm-hmm. but at the same time, as much as I want to be a cowboy. We do need a little bit of balance. There are, you know, people's people's lives here, people depending on us. There's customers depending on us. So we need that sense of organization. That yep. was just my one one qualm. But that's just to 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 illustrate again, we're doing something that hasn't been done before in a place that's that's never had it. We're not smart in what we're doing. We built a media business. We built a marketing business. We're building a training platform. There's <laughs> I don't know how many training platforms there are on the market, but we're applying all of this in a world that desperately needs it, yet has never had it before. Yeah. So, I like if you look around, you'll see a lot of marketing businesses focused on blue collar now. A lot of marketing businesses focused on the dirt world. None of those existed when I started. None of them. It's pretty interesting to see. That's not coincidental. Mm-hmm. It's because we we showed everybody else that this is possible. This is an untapped market and they have looked at what we've done and they have followed suit. I think it's pretty interesting seeing a lot of those folks who are like, Hey, you know, I, I see build it doing this kind of thing. I think I can fill in a gap like this here. Um, whether it's just in the, like a, a smaller market or whatever it is, but it is interesting to see. And I like to keep up with, um, when I see, other companies doing similar things, maybe as the in- initial media business or the initial, uh, I guess, services business. When I see some of that stuff, it's like, huh, maybe we weren't doing that then, or 
um, the, the, they're finding a way that it kind of works for them. And I think that's like, I mean, we speak all the time. That's what we're trying to do um, with an entire industry is bring yeah. those things into the industry. No, and I, we, we need all of those other groups. Yeah. We, we can't go fill demand. They're there for a reason because there's greater demand than we can fill. It's just for us. We're, we're, we, there's kind of two sides that threaten us. One, we think we're, we get fooled into thinking we're smart and we're, for whatever reason, we have a better sense of what the industry needs or whatever it is. And, and we'll get killed that way yep. through arrogance, lack of humility. Two, um, we could just kill ourselves by growing too fast, getting out ahead of our skis and, and coming to an end financially. Yep. I, again, I'm tying it back to the two points I just made. One, I thought I was smarter than I was. <laughs> two, we got out ahead of our skis. Yeah. <laughs> we, made, we made both of those errors last year, but, but we've corrected course and we're headed in a much, 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 much better direction. That'll allow us to be a little bit more balanced. That'll allow us to be more savvy from a financial standpoint and with investor capital and will also allow us to keep, continue charting that course mm-hmm. um, with the freedom to, to go after that new realm that, that we don't really understand quite yet. Our company has been built um, by the combo of dreamers and doers, dreamers and builders, in that we've got a lot of people who, you know, if, if somebody's says whether it's you or Dan or whoever, hey, I think we're gonna we're gonna start doing this. We've got a lot of people who are like, hell yeah, let's go and start putting the pieces together or figuring out what are the tactics. How do we start doing that thing we say we want to do? And then there'll be some lessons learned. Be like, mm, maybe we should have done it this way. Or oh, in hindsight, if we had known this or thought this, we would have done it this other way. And then we regroup and then we like keep moving on. And so uh, when I was going through um, just kind of your story of how BuildWit started and listening through all of that, there are things that were that are lessons that we're learning now that there are smaller versions of that that happened four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, like there's going to be a version of that for us and maybe a lot of companies, but I think really clearly for us that we'll have the, the, the next idea that's like really, really exciting and like, wow, oh my gosh, think, think about what we could do with XYZ. And then we've got people in the team who are like, I know how to make things happen. Let's start building that thing. And then we'll learn, hmm, if we had had this other information, we would have known to do it this other way. And then we learn that and then we start over again. <clears throat> well, and then there's a whole other dimension to that. And that's, hey, I have this really good idea. Huh. <laughs> that's a great idea. But maybe we don't do it right now. <laughs> maybe we wait. Maybe let's give it a few months. Let's see how this plays out first. And then if that's still a good idea, then we'll do it. A few months go by. Well, that was a dumb idea. But because we learned this, here's how we can tweak that idea mm-hmm. to make it more effective and apply right now. <laughs> and so I, I think we've always, it's been you know, default aggressive, according to Jocko. I think we've always just sent it. Mm-hmm. I think we need to continue to do that. We need to continue to take risks. But then at the same time, there are some things this year that will come up. There are just so many opportunities in front of us. We're going to have to start saying, that's a great idea, but now is not the time. And we had to learn 
some important lessons yes. before we jumped into a much bigger thing that was clearly the right path. But at the time, we weren't, we weren't there. We no. just started like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you know, that's part of our story is learning lessons the hard way and trying to fix it the next time around. And, and all of it will be a good idea once it's worked. Yeah. <laughs> and once it starts working, yeah. it's a great idea. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I, I, once, once it's definitively worked, once we have thousands of companies on training and we have this, this connect platform now, and there's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people using it. And we have this new pathway into the industry and we've, we've all this stuff we want to do. <laughs> It'll be a lot easier to look back on all of it and say, yeah, well, that was kind of dumb, but Thank goodness we did it because we wouldn't be here without it. Yeah, it's like we needed that to go weird in order for this other thing to go great. Yeah, um, but until then, it's there is ah, you know, fingers crossed. Hope this works. But <laughs> it's it's less about fingers crossed and let's just keep our heads down. Let's keep after it. Let's keep watering the damn seed, planting the seeds, taking care of the damn field, even if we don't see anything, because that's the only way we figure out. That's the only way forward. Yeah. There's only one way forward and that's it. And does that feel like your focus going into 2023 is the like continued discipline of what we've been doing? That's it. Like I said in the in the beginning, 20, 2023 is no different than 2022 for mm-hmm. me. It's just do more of that. Do more of that. Do more of travel around the world and experience the industry. Do more of, and I need to do a lot more of this, help to develop our people within our business. Do more of... Um, just creating awareness of the training product. Yeah. Just do more of what we've already been doing. That's it. And some things we can do smarter. Um, I don't just want to endlessly beat our heads against the wall, but that's my strategy for this year is do more. And again, we have a plan now. Um, we have a, we have a budget for the first time ever. We have a really, really rob- you ever heard of that budget? Yeah. We, we have a really robust <laughs> Like, yeah, we're still this startup, but the level of organization we have compared to six months ago, different planet. So, yeah, there is still a lot of chaos and pandemonium, but we have a very clear direction of where we need to head right now. What are our targets? What we need to be hitting to make this work? And now that we have that, those knowns, we can operate within those bounds. And I think we can put something pretty special together. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited. I am very excited. Last year, I know I wasn't the only one. It was tough. My, by far, my most difficult year at BuildWit so far of the five. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm-mm. I'm super grateful for how everything played out. I don't have one regret. I think spending time regretting stuff is somewhat foolish and not very productive. Yeah, A lot of lessons learned. Um, I have a lot of room to grow. I have a lot of things I want to take on. I, um, I'm reading this book right now about <clears throat> human nature. And the first part about, about it is basically like, hey, so you're a human being. We like to think we're rational, but the thing is you're not at all rational. Mm-hmm. You are, uh, you are broken way beyond what you think you are and that's the first step is just acknowledging yeah. <laughs> how insignificant you are how irrational you are and how all of these these experiences especially from childhood now play into your life whether you think so or not 
And um, it's really painful in the moment to start acknowledging how inferior and unable you are. <laughs> it's, it's really the same thing with extreme ownership. Jocko talks about this. When you start to accept everything as your responsibility, it's really scary it, because everything is now on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And now everything is your fault. And that, to some people, can crush them. But once you get over the fear that everything is your responsibility, get through the scary stuff, then it becomes really empowering because you start to understand, wow, everything, I have ownership over everything in my life. So if I don't like something, I have the ability to go change that through action. Yeah. And that's thrilling. That's, that's really, really cool. I think it's kind of similar um, to the business last year, especially, you know, through COVID, we did really well. We were growing. We were having fun. We were learning lessons. It was a blast for us. We weren't all that affected because the industry wasn't all that affected. Construction, mining, everything, full bore the entire time. So we were full bore as a result. Um, But then last year, somewhat self-prescribed was very scary. But now I'm starting to recognize, thank God, we went through and we're still somewhat in it, but we're, I feel like at least I'm getting out of it. I'm glad we went through this scary time yeah. because now we're, we have this beautiful thing right in front of us, just waiting to be sculpted. We can take it in whatever direction we see fit. And we have the ability and tools to go make that happen now. I'm really excited. Really excited. Well said. Thanks, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that is a podcast. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or concerns or want to say something, uh, reach out to dirttalk at buildwit.com as always. Um, thank you for, or thank you to Mr. Harrison Smith for running the, the episode, the session for us. Uh, Aaron, thank you as always, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Alex. I hope to see you soon. You're welcome. Hey, you're welcome here anytime. Okay. Good. Then I'll be back next week. Stay dirty.